when I was youth chaplain, we would take our children to pilgrimage at Walsingham. And one of the chapels behind the high altar is named after the Ascension. And it looks like a regular chapel apart from one detail. And when I took the children there, they would always point out a pair of feet that were hanging from the ceiling, surrounded by cloud. And they would laugh. Our reading from Acts this morning describes the ascension. But it contains that crucial question. Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking up to heaven? I think this question prompts us that we too should not be looking up to the sky in search of God. As if Jesus has somehow left us, abandoned us. But today's readings highlight not Jesus' absence, but his presence with us. And as the risen Jesus declares, know that I am with you always. We know that prayer was at the centre of Jesus' life. As we travel through our gospel readings week by week, we get a glimpse into Jesus' prayer life. And it becomes even more apparent if you get the chance to sit down and read a gospel from beginning to end. That Jesus' life was centred on prayer. It was through prayer that Jesus expressed his communion, his relationship, his unity to God the Father. It was also the way that he expressed his communion, his relationship, his unity with other people. And this morning's gospel from the 17th chapter of John is the beginning of Jesus' great prayer. In the opening of this prayer, Jesus focuses on his unity with God the Father. He asks the Father to glorify him by taking him through death to the glory that he had with God before he became flesh. But as this prayer continues on, it's his communion, his relationship with his disciples that become the focus. He prays to the Father for his disciples, knowing that they will be living in a world that will be hostile to their witness to the gospel. And if we think about it, this is often how our prayers fall too. Think for a moment about your own prayer life, about what draws you into prayer, about who and what you pray for, and the particular prayers that you use frequently. These will likely fall into these two categories. Our prayers follow the pattern that Jesus prayed, whether you're aware of it or not. Sometimes the focus of our prayers will be on our relationship with God. We become aware of God's presence with us. We seek to open ourselves more fully to his presence and to follow his call more closely. To live his life more generously in our lives. 
Other times our focus will be on our relationship with others. We bring the needs of others before God. We pray for our loved ones, for those in positions of power and authority and those in greatest need. Even the prayers that are very common and familiar to us will follow this pattern. Think about the Lord's prayers as an example. One that we all know very well. Our Father who art in heaven. And it starts with God. It starts with our relationship with God. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Help us to be close to you and follow your way. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us the things that we need to be your disciples. And then it shifts. It shifts to focus on our relationship with other people. Forgive us our trespasses. Lead us not into temptation. Help us to be mindful of others. Acknowledging the things that we do against others and forgiving those things that are done against us. Healing our relationship with other people and returning us to unity, to communion with them. Relationship with God and relationship with others. Jesus' prayer in this morning's Gospel suggests to us that these two elements cannot be separated. These cannot be separated because this is what our lives as Christians are about. Our life and our relationship with God and our life and relationship with other people. And as we delve into the Bible, we see this pattern over and over again. From Adam and Eve and their relationship with God, to Cain and Abel and the relationship with man. From the exile of Israel in the wilderness to the Ten Commandments. And if you look at the Ten Commandments, these follow this pattern too. From the kings of Israel to the proclamation of the prophets. From the teachings and prayers of Jesus to ourselves today. It's always this relationship, this balance between our relationship with God and our relationship with other people. It's central to the Bible. It's central to our lives as Christians. And often these relationships are messy. They peak and trough. They take time and work and effort and communication. And this is why prayer is so important. Prayer is not just for when we're feeling strong and confident and able. Prayer is also for when we feel lousy and fed up and tired. Jesus knew what kind of death awaited him and he prayed. He knew the hardships that the disciples would face after the the ascension and he prayed. Prayer was at the centre of Jesus' life because he knew how important it was for him to have that communion 
that relationship, that unity with the Father and with other people. And this is what his great prayer is about. God and people, they can't be separated. So as we follow Jesus' example, let us draw closer to God in prayer. And let us also draw closer to others as we are moved to bring them with us to the Lord. Amen.